1: Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to the Jimmy B Sports Show. I'm your host, Jim Barron. Today is Saturday, the 24th of December. Happy Christmas Eve morning to everyone who turned the heat off. I'll tell you, it really cooled off, but it's going to warm back up. Keep the faith. By the end of this week, it's going to be uh, back in the high 70s. So going into this weekend, uh, some things to talk about. There are many football games today on the NFL schedule. We'll be breaking those down, and of course, the Bucks are playing tomorrow night on Christmas Day something to look forward to we'll talk about them a little bit about the lightning and anything else you want to talk about the number here is 7901 power sportswithpower901.com is the email we'll be right back to kick off the show you are in the gymnasium on Power 90.1
0: this Christmas make it extra special and shop Macaulay fine jewelry right here in Brandon for 25% off During our holiday sale, Macaulay Fine Jewelry Holiday Sale starts Tuesday, November 22nd and runs through Christmas Eve. All regular price jewelry will be 25% off during this special holiday sale. This excludes previously loved and 50% off cases. And if you have a treasured family heirloom, Macaulay can craft a custom design piece, something you'll love to wear do something special this year and select from our elegant array of fine jewelry Macaulay fine jewelry holiday sale starts tuesday november 22nd and runs through christmas eve Macaulay fine jewelry at the corner of oakfield and king's avenue in the heart of brandon now now back to the show back to the jimmy b sports show on power 90.1
1: Sports fans, welcome back. Hopefully in between all of your last-minute Christmas shopping, you find some time to take advantage of all the games that are on today. The majority of the NFL games are today with only three of them tomorrow. Of course, the Bucks are on tomorrow night, 8-15, I believe. Uh, this is week 16, and there are some good matchups, especially if you look at Josh Allen versus Justin Fields. The Giants and the Vikings look to make a statement. The Eagles and Cowboys are battling for the uh, NFC East supremacy. That's without the quarterback Jalen Hurts, obviously. And then Aaron Rodgers is in Miami. So um, culminating on Monday night with a Chargers-Colts matchup. I'm sure the Colts want to get back on the field as soon as possible after giving up a 33-point lead last week. And losing in the uh, the overtime in that game. So, getting back to the games here, let's uh, a little bit about the Bucks last week. We, we keep on saying this is the week that they go out there and look good and uh, put together a good a good game plan. Well, for thirty minutes, it looked that way. The first half of the game last week against Cincinnati, the the team played well. The offense moved the ball. Should have probably had seven more points. We were up 17-0. Looked um, pretty good in the first half. All of a sudden, Cincinnati makes the adjustments in the second half, and we fall apart. Gave up a 17-point lead. Cincinnati actually went up by 17 and ultimately came away with a W against us. Six and eight right now in the NFC South is our record. Currently, we're still in first place, if you want to believe that. And we have a chance, according to uh, polls that I saw, 80% chance of winning that division, which is really unbelievable to me. This week, we'll be in the desert against Arizona trying to maybe put together two good halves instead of just one. We'll get to that game shortly, but let's get to some of the games that are going to be taking place today. First, at 1 o'clock, you had the Seahawks at the Chiefs. Kansas City is 11-3. I think they're currently ranked second in the AFC behind only Buffalo. Uh, the Chiefs lead the NFL in scoring and scored more than 40 points against three of their mm-hmm. NFC opponents. So they can put points on the board, no doubt. When you're out there with Mahomes and Kelsey, uh, they can put up a ton of points. You have Geno Smith on the other side with Seattle. Seattle is 7-7. Seven and seven. They're 29th in points allowed at 25 per game. So I look for Mahomes and boys to put up some points on the board. Obviously, the Chiefs are heading... To the playoffs, we'll see what happens with Geno Smith and the Seahawks. I think that if you look at this game being played at Kansas City, one of the hardest places to play with all the noise, I do look for the Chiefs to win this game. second game that we want to talk about are the Giants and the Vikings. That's a 1 o'clock game today as well. The Vikings have already clinched the division, the NFC North, that is. And um, they're not going to overtake... Eagles for the number one seed so uh, they're trying to keep the number two seed right now and obviously have a home field playoff game. I think a victory in this game for them would really cap off a a surprising season so far. Uh, They really do a, a great job on offense. They have Justin Jefferson in the slot there catching passes. Of course you have A very good running game. And they're not making mistakes. And that's what happens when you have a team that can go out there, hand the ball off to Dalvin Cook, and not make mistakes. Your defense keeps you in the game. Uh, You end up 11-3 at this point. So I do look for the Vikings to come away with a victory in this game as well. Cincinnati at the Patriots. Uh, I'll say this. uh, the, The Patriots... You've, they have an outside linebacker there, Matthew Judon, who's really coming off a, a great season so far. He's going to give Burrow some trouble, I think. You, know, you, can, you can fluster Burrow. He's going to... You make adjustments. He can come back and beat you, as was obvious in the game last week against the Bucks. But when you have Bill Belichick on the other end figuring out a defense, I really think that the Patriots at 7-7 seven and seven are going to win this game. Their playoff chances are as each week goes by, gets dimmer and dimmer. So they really have to win this game. It's up there in New England. I think it's going to be a tough game for Cincinnati. And I know many people think that the Bengals will win this game. Uh, Contrary, though, I think that the Patriots are going to win this game, probably by about a field goal. The Bills, 11-3 at the Bears. We talked about Josh Allen going against Justin Fields. Josh Allen has receivers, Stephon Diggs. They're close to a, a couple of milestones. Allen, I think, is only about 140 yards away from his third straight season with 4,000 passing yards. And Diggs, I think, is only like a yard away from recording the 6th 1,300 receiving yard season in franchise history. So Chicago's seven-game losing streak is the second longest in the NFL. And I think with one more, the Bears are going to tie their longest streak ever. So, this game is going to be in Chicago. You know, I, I should preface, I guess, the theme for all of these games this week is going to be the weather. You have weather coming into play. It's really difficult, or it makes it more difficult, to pick the games as far as what will happen because of all the intangibles. I think even if you look at at Vegas with the betting so far this week, it's way off as far as the numbers of people betting on the games. They just don't know. You have a lot of backup quarterbacks starting this week in the NFL. And when you throw the weather, which is bad across the country, uh, I know we complain down here when it gets below 60 degrees sometimes, but I mean, you have some uh, many minus sub-zero temperatures and some snow events across the country. So... It's going to be interesting to see. We're talking about this game. I think that the Bears are going to probably be able to move the ball on the ground. I think that uh, Buffalo will be able to move the ball in the air. So it should be interesting from that standpoint. Both defenses, you know, I mean, I think they're both fairly good. I think that when it's all said and done, uh, Buffalo has too much offense for the Bears. So I do think that Buffalo is going to go ahead and win this game. It should be a good one to watch though. Looking forward to seeing some of that one. The Falcons 5-9 and nine at the Ravens at 9-5. and five. Top two running games in the NFL. I think the Ravens are number two and the Falcons are number three. So uh, the Falcons are going to have to stop J.K. Dobbin, Dobbins who has gained uh, 245 yards the two games that he returned Falcons have their own running back in Tyler Algiers, so another 100 yard game in the works for him we're going to see I think what this comes down to is Baltimore can clinch a playoff spot with a win and a loss by either the Dolphins or the Patriots so they definitely want to go out there and uh, put that to rest I do think they're going to go out there and win this game fairly low scoring I believe I'm going to say the uh, Ravens win by uh, seven points. You have the Saints at the Browns. The Saints are five and nine. The Browns, six and eight. Uh, due to a large part in the snowstorm today, it, it, it's going to be frigid like we talked about, but it's funny looking at the over-under in this game, it's only 32 points. And I think that's going to be the lowest if it stays that way of any NFL game since the 2008 browns Bengals games. was 31 and a half. At that point, so the Saints, they're going to have at least forty rushing attempts with the wind. I think they're going to keep on running the ball. I think you're going to see a lot of time being chewed off the clock, and I think that the Cleveland Browns are going to win this game, probably by a field goal, which takes us to the next game: the Texans and the Titans. Titans are seven and seven. Uh, Tannehill is done; he's not playing. Today, So I think that um, Malik Willis is going to get the start out there. All he has to do is hand off the ball to Derrick Henry, and they should be fine. Enough said about that game. So I think that if you move on, you have the Lions at the Panthers. Panthers still in the, in the race there for the NFC South with the Bucks. They'll be hosting the Lions. The, the Lions, um, no, Jared Goff, he's been out there playing well. The uh, Giants are on a, on a roll, and I don't see them losing this game either. I think that the Lions, all year long, have been playing for each other on the team. They're a, a cohesive unit, and I think they're going to go out there and win this game in Carolina. And I think it's going to be a relatively low-scoring game as well, but I do look for the Lions to win that one. Washington at the 49ers. The 49ers are ranked third in the NFC right now behind Minnesota and Philly. They're riding a seven-game win streak. They've clinched the NFC West division. And I don't think they can um, go lower than three in the NFC. They may be able to go up to two if a couple things fall their way. You're going to have Carson Wentz taking the snaps for Washington. And I don't think it much matters because San Fran's defense When they want to go out there and play, it's very hard to score against them. So it may be another tough day for Wentz and the Commanders. I look for the Niners to win this one fairly easy. Then you have the Eagles at the Cowboys, which is a 4 25 game today. A lot of people have been waiting for this game all year long. Of course, the Eagles um, won the first game in the matchup this year. This game is going to be at Dallas. Now, when you talk about this game, of course, you have Jerry Jones and um, all the off-field hoopla going around with him. What's he going to do? Trying to get some new players ready for the playoffs, possibly. I think that without Jalen Hurts playing for the Eagles with that banged up shoulder, the Eagles are going to start Gardner Minshew. So he's played before. He's out there. He's a gunslinger. He can definitely um, win some games for you. I think at this point what he has to do is not lose a game for Philly. I think if you go out there and uh, let the defense set the tone we talk about Dak Prescott, Jalen Hurts from the offense, but I think in this contest, it's going to be the defense that maybe gets the turnover and maybe has that a big play that makes the difference. Again, you won't have Hurts out there putting the points up on the board, but you do have a good enough team around Hurts that can go out there on their own, and I think they can... Stop Dallas. And what a mental, I mean, this is a big game for Dallas because if the Eagles can go out there and beat Dallas in Dallas with their backup quarterback, what message does that send to the Cowboys who are supposed to be, you know, one of the better teams in the league? They are 10-4, don't get me wrong. They're playing good football this year, but they're expected to win this game. So I see a lot of pressure on Dallas right now. And it'll be interesting to see what Dak Prescott's able to do. I predict that the Cowboys get held to under 20 points. And you know what? I I am going to say, I I do think that the Eagles win this game as well. So that should be fun to watch. And then you have uh, the Raiders at the Steelers. Raiders are 6-8. and Steelers are 6-8. and What makes this game interesting, of course, is going to be the... Dedication they have to Franco Harris, if you remember those of us old enough to remember the Immaculate Reception back in 1972, uh, Franco Harris against Oakland, Uh, unfortunately this week, if you've been paying attention, Franco Harris unexpectedly passed away at the age of 72. Uh, no one, no one expected that, and all you saw were so many, so many tributes and so many warm things that were said about him. He was truly a, a role model for people that you know, followed him, and as well as in the community, he did a lot with charities and whatnot. So it's going to be single digits, wind chill below zero, but I can guarantee you that that will be the hardest ticket to get this week in the NFL. And there's going to be a lot of frozen tears as well in that game. And just because of that fact alone, you have to pick the Steelers to win the game, which uh, takes us to tomorrow. We're going to have the Packers at the Dolphins. Packers at the Dolphins, you have Aaron Rodgers. Keep the ball out of his hands, Miami, and you'll go ahead, you'll win that game. And that's pretty much the whole thing. I I think that um, Tua... They'll find a way to score, but keep Rodgers on the bench, and you should be fine. Broncos at the Rams at 4.30. Russell Wilson, um, I don't know, his most losses in a season, I believe, so far. I don't think that the Rams are able to go out there and play hard enough to beat Denver. Denver is going to have to go out there and win one of these games and even though they're all in six and true road games this season i look for them to win one tomorrow and that brings us to the bucks game we'll come right back we'll talk about that one on the other side of the break here i want to spend a little bit more time on the bucks the number here is 8774487901 sports of power 901.com is the email we'll be right back to keep it going on power 90.1
2: ShopUSA.com or eight one three six five 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 thousand.
0: Now, now back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power ninety point one.
1: Welcome back, Bucks fans. Talking about the game out in the desert this week, which will be tomorrow, Christmas night at uh, eight fifteen, I believe. Tampa is six and eight in the NFC South. They're a game ahead of Carolina, the Saints. And Atlanta all at five and nine. The last two games of the season for the Bucks are against Carolina and Atlanta. So my prediction is this. I really think that the Bucks, for as bad as they have looked throughout the season and they have looked bad, no doubt. I think they're going to have a good game tomorrow. I think that the Bucks are going to go out there, put some things together. Uh, they're not going to be able to run the ball all that much. They're going to try to. But I do think that because McSorley is going to be making his first start there with Arizona, Bowles is going to be able to draw up a defense, which is going to give him troubles. The Bucs' defense has been playing well most of the time during the year they have lapses obviously but they have been playing pretty well and it's going to be difficult for a rookie quarterback making his first start out there to go ahead and play well against the Bucks. So saying that you put... The onus on the Bucks defense to shut down Arizona's offense. You go out there, try to establish a run game. If that doesn't work, you let Brady go back there and pass and you know get some confidence back to the receivers. Evans played a little bit better last week. Godwin's making some catches. It was good to see Gage had a nice touchdown catch. Uh, But let me tell you Gronk is not coming through that door You're not going to see Gronkowski out there We saw this week The the people talking on Twitter Gronkowski tweets I'm bored All of a sudden everyone thinks he's coming back to the box And going to make the difference I've got news for you Even if he did come back He couldn't get in enough game shape As quickly as he would need to To be able to make a difference In this team right now And you know he I don't believe he really wants to play anyway. So, he's not coming through that door anytime soon Bucks fans. So, let's just work with what we have right now. I think that we'll go ahead and win this game against the Cardinals. I think that we'll come out and then we're going to go ahead and beat the Panthers next week at home. At that point, we're going to be 8 and 8 and then depending on how that last game looks You may even rest Brady and rest the the starters that are injured and finish at eight and nine and still win the division and have a home game, a home playoff game. And that looks right now that it could be against Dallas. So what a difference it would be playing Dallas now than it was when we played them in the first game of the season. If you remember, we won that game. I think it was 19 to three. It was one of the games that we, you know, our defense looked very good, and we uh, we won the first two games of the season. So it would be a, a whole different team playing Dallas right now, but nonetheless, that's the way the league set up. So I think that's going to be what happens. 877-448-7901 is the number here. Sports at power nine zero one com. If you want to send me an email about what you think the uh, Bucks' chances of not just making the playoffs, but actually winning a game in the playoffs. I really believe they're going to make the playoffs um, if something doesn't, you know, unlikely happen. But when they do make the playoffs, if they're playing Dallas, if they're playing the Giants, Washington, whomever it may be that travels here to Raymond James in that first playoff game, what do they have to do to be able to win a game? I'm going to tell you what I think. I think right now... What's going to happen is The Bucks When they play Arizona tomorrow You're going to see something develop Where the defense steps up And basically Wins the game For the team And I think they're going to build on that concept I think that if you have to sit down and, and talk with Brady and say, "Listen, we don't want to have to put you in the position anymore to go out there and lead the team back from 14 points down, 21 points down." That's you no. Know, you, can you do it? You know, maybe once in a while you get lucky and and pull it off if the stars are aligned right. But for the most part, no. You're not going to be able to count on Brady going out there and. Taking us from the throes of defeat to you know, the victory there anymore. I, I would say that you want to make sure that the defense is playing on all cylinders, holding the other team to the fewest points possible and letting the offense go out there and not have to worry about overcoming a 14 or 21 point deficit because quite honestly, this team can't do it. So I think that starting tomorrow you're going to see the bucks defense really step up and take charge out there and they're the ones that have to make the difference and they're going to determine how far this team goes in the playoffs if they can even win a game in the playoffs i'm not sure about that but i'd like to hear your thoughts on what they need to do to do that one of the Talk a little bit about the World Cup Congratulations to Argentina uh, With the 3-2 victory last week 4-2 in the shootout What? What? When you had the two players out there With Messi and um, bobby there for France They really stepped up I think Messi had two goals What really impressed me Even more than the game And the game was good for a change Because... Know so many times it's zero zero one zero, whatever it might be. We've talked about that many times. But when you go out there and have a 3 2 final where um, Bobby had three goals, the hat trick for France and Messi, and then the team won. How about the parade afterwards? How about the reception? that Argentina got when they got back. There were three or four million people in the streets. There were people jumping off bridges, trying to get on the uh, the parade bus that they had. It It led me to ask a question of myself. I want to throw it out to you guys all. What do you think the largest celebration was in the United States for a sports team victory? Now, I know in the World Cup, it's a country that... That really goes out there and and supports the team and celebrates as a country. But you know, in this country, we have uh, sports franchises. When they win, they have a um, celebration in that city. What do you think the largest turnout in numbers of people was at a sports victory for any team here in this in this country? I don't know for sure. That's why I'm throwing that out there. I'd like to see what you guys have to say. 877-448-7901 or email me, sportsofpower901.com. That's the question I'm throwing out there. I would like to see what it was. Was it a Yankees victory? I would think that it may have been uh, one of the larger states that had a victory. So we'll see. I want to see what the um, answers are. Maybe would it be the the 1980 hockey team when we won? Uh I don't know. Let let me know what you guys think. So we'll be right back to keep the show going on Power 90.1.
0: Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past two years. For example, a man-age 45 non-tobacco user. $1 million of coverage is only $75 per month. Level for the next 10 years. Call right now
2: for a free quote. Rates and availability may vary by state. Sample rate quotes are based on preferred non-tobacco underwriting exam required to qualify. 800-803-1961. 800-803-1961. 800-803-1961. That's 800-803-1961.
0: Now, Now. back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1.
1: Welcome back, sports fans. The NBA is going to be competing with the NFL in something that doesn't happen too often, especially on Christmas Day. Uh, Christmas Day is typically the day where the NBA will showcase some of the better matchups and... Get their season into high gear. Even though they start back in November, people don't really get involved in it until after Christmas and into the New Year. So there are five good games tomorrow. Starting at noon, you have the Knicks hosting the Sixers, followed by the Lakers at Dallas. You have Milwaukee at Boston, which is probably the marquee game. I believe that that will be a preview of the Eastern Conference Championship. When you have Milwaukee with the Greek Freak there and Boston Tatum. You have two of the best players in the world with um, Giannis and Tatum with Boston Don't forget last year's Defensive Player of the Year Was Marcus Smart So uh, those two teams I think Are the best in the East However, you never know Philly and Embiid might be able to Have something to say about that As Mike Durant and Irving And company with the Nets So a little early to tell But I think that game is going to be Probably the best one of the day You have an 8 o'clock game with Golden State hosting Memphis And then the last one at 10.30 will be Denver hosting Phoenix. So a full day of NBA going on. Uh, If you look at the NBA right now, you have a lot of parity in the league. I think that as the season progresses, injuries will be taking their toll, like they do in in all the sports. But you have to go out there and, and play through them, and most of all, coach through them and make sure that The team is prepared for whatever may come their way. You don't really know what it is. So I think that as you go more into the season, you're going to see more players that may not see a lot of minutes get some more time. And that's important because... That's what gets the teams ready for the playoff time. And the deeper a team is, and the more rotations that a coach can utilize in the playoff series, the better off they're going to be. So interesting to watch. Keep your eye on that. Some college, uh, the men's basketball rankings as we speak right now. You have Purdue is number one in both the uh, AP and the coaches poll. UConn is uh, two across the board. Houston is three. Uh, Purdue's is undefeated 11-0. Yukon's undefeated at 11-0. So those are the two teams on top of the uh, college rankings right now. Of course, you have Kansas there, Arizona, Virginia, t- Texas, uh, Tennessee, Arkansas, Alabama running out the top ten. Uh, interesting time. There's nothing better than a March Madness that will take place. In March, obviously, but getting into that point after this coming weekend and kicking off the new year, you're going to see the conference play get underway. And that's where you really find out who the good teams are and Uh, You have those grueling games within the conference. USF will be playing on the AAC, obviously. The women had a great week in a tournament out in San Diego. They lost a um, heartbreaking loss to number three, Ohio State. They're up by 13 in the first half, as well as up by six in overtime with a minute to go. And they managed to lose that game in overtime, but I think it's going to be a great season for the Lady Bulls, and let's see what the men can do as well. So, again, a great weekend of sports, lots to look forward to this time of year. It's always nice. Hopefully, everyone's getting together with their family and friends and um looking at the things that are important and make sure if you are traveling please be safe you know between the delays between all the weather issues across the country that are that we're having um, be thankful for everything that you have and please be careful out there on the roads and planes trains and automobiles as always guys that's all the time we have I want to say thank you to the uh, Kovac family for their support throughout the whole year. Uh, They make this show possible. So Andy and the family, thank you very much. As always, guys, stay vigilant, stay safe, and above all, stay positive. Merry Christmas to everyone. We'll talk to you next week on the Jimmy B Sports Show. Take care.